You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. This is Mike. I hope you've enjoyed this time together where we just read the scripture as conversationally as possible. And I hope that you get to realize that the people we talk about in the Bible here, the people we read about, are just real people just doing their real best, (laughs) trying to serve a very real God. And I think we can all relate to that. And especially here in the book of Acts, as we've been reading these are just Christians, you know, these are just imperfect people doing church together, doing life together, trying to live by this Holy Spirit, which at this point is very new to them, and just trying to serve God and tell as many people as possible about him. And if that's not relatable, I don't know what is, you know, we we got a lot of imperfect people here in the Bible, and uh, that's because they are real people. And hopefully as we read this, if something strikes you as like, oh man, now that, that sounds like something I would say, uh, right? Yeah, I know. I know where they're coming from. Then that just closes the gap a little bit between this Bible that can seem so stuffy or old or, or irrelevant and just our reality here that we get to live ourselves. So I'm so glad you're here along for the journey. We're going to keep going with the book of Acts and, um, Acts 11 and 12. We're going to see some surprises today and note that how we react to surprises shows a lot about us. Let's check it out here in Acts chapters 11 and 12. Now, the apostles and the brothers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And when Peter had come up to Jerusalem, those who were of the circumcision contended with him, saying, You went into uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began and explained to them in order, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, a certain container descending, and it was like a sheet let down from heaven by four corners. It came as far as me, and when I had looked intently at it, I considered and saw the four-footed animals of the earth, wild animals, creeping things, and birds of the sky. I also heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. I said, not so, Lord, for nothing unholy or unclean has ever entered into my mouth. But a voice answered me the second time out of heaven, what God has cleansed, don't you call unclean. This was done three times and all were drawn up again into heaven. Behold, immediately three men stood before the house where I was, having been sent from Caesarea to me. The spirit told me to go with them without discriminating. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. And he told us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying to him, Send to Joppa and get Simon, who's called Peter, who will speak to you words by which you will be saved, you and all your house. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, even as on us at the beginning. I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed baptized in water, but you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. 
If then God gave them the same gift as us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. (laughs) They, therefore, who were scattered abroad by the oppression that arose about Stephen, traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except to Jews only. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists, preaching the Lord Jesus. The hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. The report concerning them came to the ears of the assembly, which was in Jerusalem. They sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch, who, when he had come and had seen the grace of God, was glad. He exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they should remain near to the Lord. For he was a good man and full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and many people were added to the Lord. Barnabas went out to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they were gathered together with the assembly and taught many people. The disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Now, in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and indicated by the Spirit that there should be a great famine all over the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius. As any of the disciples had plenty, each determined to send relief to the brothers who lived in Judea, which they also did, sending it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Now, about that time, King Herod stretched out his hands to oppress some of the assembly. He killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. When he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of four soldiers each to guard him, intending to bring him out to the people after the Passover. Peter, therefore, was kept in the prison, but constant prayer was made by the assembly to God for him. The same night when Herod was about to bring him out, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains. Guards in front of the door kept the prison. And an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up, saying, Stand up quickly. His chains fell off his hands. The angel said to him, Get dressed, put on your sandals. He he did so. He said to him, Put on your cloak and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He didn't know that what was being done by the angel was real, but he thought it was a vision. When they were past the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened to them by itself. They went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I truly know that the Lord has sent out his angel and delivered me out of the hand of Herod, and from everything the Jewish people were expecting. Thinking about that, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. When Peter knocked at the door of the front gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, she didn't open the gate for joy, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing in front of the gate. (laughs) They said to her, you're crazy. But she insisted that it was so. And they said, "It's, it's his angel. 
but Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened, they saw him and were amazed. But he, beckoning to them with his hand to be silent, declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. He said, tell these things to James and to the brothers. And they departed and went to another place. Now, as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers about what had become of Peter. When Herod had sought for him and didn't find him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. He went down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. Now Herod was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came with one accord to him, and having made Blastus the king's personal aide their friend, they asked for peace, because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day, Herod dressed himself in royal clothing, sat on the throne, and gave a speech to them. The people shouted, Oh, the voice of a god and not a man! And immediately, an angel of the Lord struck him because he didn't give God the glory. He was then eaten by worms and died. But the word of God grew and multiplied. Barnabas and Saul returned to Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their service, also taking with them John, who is called Mark. How we react to surprises says a lot about us. Peter's Jewish companions were surprised that Peter would interact with Gentiles contrary to their traditions. But with his explanation, they glorified God and accepted the new reality. The Christians were surprised by Saul's conversion, but Barnabas gave the benefit of the doubt and encouraged others to do the same. A prayer meeting was surprised that their prayer was answered so quickly, and Herod, surprised or perhaps not surprised by his people's reaction to him, kept the glory to himself and died. Your reaction to the unexpected shows the state of your heart. Your action moving forward shows the flexibility of your heart. That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.